Kia ora everyone, what's up and welcome to another episode of Hori's Tell Stories. Uh, it is episode, sorry I forgot again, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12 yes. episode 12. Yes. Good to be back in the building with the boys. I'm your host Kyra and to the left of me, we got our man, ex Beppy World Record holder. Kia ora. Kalen Ponga's cousin. Good to be back. Cameras now, Ponga. so we've got to make sure. I need to see the headgear every time you turn up. No, nah, actually, yeah, next next body, I'll make sure I bring that headgear in. Yeah, bro, it's famous now. Yeah, nice. For sure, for sure. And the man in front of him, uh, he wants to ride Adam Blair. <laughs> Nuts. Currently, NRL player. Adam Blair's cousin, but nah, it's got a see, bit of backlash, throwing the storm under the bus, apparently. Yeah, bro, you Ooh. dogged him. Yeah. You dogged him. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warriors are my team list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wisest Moldy on the planet, uh, Coach Joe. Kia good to be back in the studio. Um, was a really good potty there last time. Put out mm. some really good content with uh, Mr. Stephen Cormany, Early yep. Ones Run Club. Running. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Did he have one on the weekend? Did he have a run on the weekend? Uh, the weekend not too gone? sure, bro. No, he did the other yeah. weekend. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Another big turnout, eh? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Man's doing well. That's good. Um, and also, we've got a guest in the building, and I believe, Will, you want to yes, do the intro yes, onto yes, that yes, one, brother? Yes. So, um, I'd like to introduce Scarlett Holmes. Um, she runs a pretty successful Instagram page, sort of making food fun again. And she's in her last semester to be a nutritionist, boys. Um, and I'd like to welcome Scarlett to the podcast. Hey, Scarlett. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> How's the week been? Yes, very busy. I mean, like prime exam week for uni. So yeah. Very crazy, but we're here. Yeah, so nice. we pulled you out of the lab. We pulled yeah, you out of the you bio lab. <laughs> you, li- you literally did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we got a uh, interpreter. Yeah, with her. <laughs> <laughs> the boyfriend. How you going, boys? <laughs> oh, George, he's, he's, a, he's a coach show client, bro. Yep, he's, nice. He's actually my strongest client, boys. Yes, really? Yes. yes. Nice, yeah, nice. My the gun client. show, too. Gun nice. show. Gun show. Currently ex-client until uh, yeah. after the six-week challenge. Yeah, so he's, nice, he's nice, ex-client. Nice. Oh, he's had him having a break. Bro. Moved on to bigger yep. and better things, eh? Oh, that's impossible, bro. <laughs> 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 nah. All good, all good. Um, so <clears throat> we will move on to our usual setup. We've got Pit and Peak. But we're changing it up because it's a uh, to do with nutrition. We've got Pit and Peak Food Edition. Food Edition. <laughs> the worst feeds we've had and the best feeds and we've had. And the best feeds we've had. Mm. Yep. Who wants to kick us off? I guess I'll kick us off. It's a bit out the gate, but in, everyone that's listening knows what I'm like, so mm. I'll get it started. My brother's been hitting me up like, how about you tell that Marmite story? So it's about time I bring out the Marmite story. So I was in high school, um, you know, back in the day, I didn't wear the jocks, eh? Yep. Had the boxer shorts, you know, had oh, the box, yeah, yes, the I silky kind say, of nah, stuff. I don't know that, but now you brought up the yep, boxes. Yep. Yeah, I've got you now. Um, the silks. The silks, bro, and I was a bit, bit crook, eh, in the morning, and I was sitting there having my breakfast, had my marmite on toast and the guts just started playing up. Mm. Started running to the toilet, eating my marmite toast, running to the toilet. Anyway, shit the pants. So long story short, shit the pants. Another one. And run it. Yeah, another one. <laughs> started. Let's bring me back to st- episode one. <laughs> started running. Bro, started running down the leg and I jumped oh. in the shower, got out and I could just hear my little brother go, hey, what the fuck? Leave one. Levi, did you shit the pants? And I was like, fuck sakes. And I came out and the man almost stood in it. Um, and I tried to disguise it as I dropped my Marmite toast. Mm. So I'm um, just, just eating the wrong foods as you do as a kid. Just uh, too many treats. So that was my one of my, my food pits. Um, we've, all, we've all been there though, you know, crook gut. Yeah, um, sure, hard, yeah, hard. Yeah, hard. I mean, even a bit of barley belly. So oh, we've all it's been there, done that. Eh? Bintangs, that's all it is, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. fuck. It reminds me of, of a time flying back from Bali. So um, me and Leash were actually on a real small plane and I, I was sick again, could have been a bit of Bali, Bali, whatever. And um, the plane only had one toilet eh, at the front of the plane. Yeah. 
two seats either side of the aisle, so it was a small plane, and I went in the toilet as soon as we got in the air, and fuck, the guts were just playing up. Yep. And I was in the toilet for ages, and you know when you're in there and it stinks, you know, fuck, I'm, you know, my ass is just playing up. <laughs> and um, I was in there for ages, bro, and I couldn't get off the toilet, and I knew I'd been in there for too long, and I opened, opened the door from the toilet, uh-huh. and fuck, like normally I don't give a shit, everyone goes for a shit, you know? Yeah. And there was just a queue going down the aisle of the plane. And and like, you know, it stinks, bro, when you're in the toilet and you're sitting there thinking, fuck, this stinks. Open the door, bro. And I'd have seen the missus like a few hours up actually covering your face. I was actually a bit embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed that often. Yeah. But yeah, that's, a, that's another crook gut, another oh, sweating, story. Sweating, bro? Were you sweating? I was. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> worse. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, my, um, my peak, bro, I was a bit mischief as a kid um, in high school. You probably can't believe it. But, um, you know, back in, uh, <laughs> back in the day, um, Pizza Hut used to have those free buffets. You go in all you can, all eat. You can eat. Yes. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you pay as you exit. So me and the boys used to go for a bit of a phase. We'd all go in. All broke, of course. Yeah. Sit down, have our feed. And then we'd do paper, scissors, rock for who who has to stand up pretending to pay while the brothers run, walk run out. Gap. And then we all gap it. So the one that has to pay is the oh. last one left standing. But what happened one time is that there were these hood rats walking past the, the pizza and they looked in, looked at us, gave us the fingers and fuck, I gave them the finger back. And one time was the last time that we ever done it. As we're running out and then the guys at Pizza Hut are chasing us, these hood rats had done a loop around the block and they were waiting for us outside. So lucky I had um, the Kalen Punga whack back then, eh? Before yep. Kalen Punga and um, yeah. managed to get away. But that was my, my peak, you know, free feeds for a while there. So yeah, nice, that's nice, my nice. food always, peak, always boys. Always a peak break in the free coin. Exactly, yeah. bro. Exactly. On to you, Neff. Oh, yeah. So um, Mexican food? <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind Mexican. Well, I didn't mind Mexican food, eh, bro? And um, I had a bad experience with Mexican food. Well, just with the nachos and the mints <laughs> and the sour cream and just the homemade ones. That has put me off Mexican for life, boys. Even though it looks real mean, I just can't go back and eat Mexican. Just oh. from that one experience, I was 14, bro. Mm. 14, and I just, yeah, I've pussied out, bro, if I'm going to eat Mexican. So that's a bit of a pit for me yep. for that one. Oh, yep. so no, no, no shit the pants, just me then. Oh, <laughs> bro, I was, nah, nah, I was out the front, bro. Oh, yeah. I was just spewing up <clears> hard, and it just left a real sour taste <laughs> in my mouth, eh, when I see Mexican, bro. So when... um Taco Bell has gone up, bro. I'm disappointed, but I can't stand the place. Can't stand looking looking at it, bro, just because of that Fair one enough, Mexican mm. experience. Yep. Yeah. Is nachos Mexican? Yeah, nachos are Mexican, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Not too sure. <laughs> I don't want. I don't know why I'm having a crack at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the uh, peak of my life, boys. I am Mr. Job Smoke. I have never ever mucked up an occasion or a cater catering for anyone's twenty first. I've done thirtieths. Final events, I've done hangies, I've done spits, I've done lambs, pigs, done it all. Okay. everything. I've done it all. Done it for the boys. Can you hear the passion in your yeah, voice, bro? Yeah. Oh, bro? I've even got an apron, bro. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag Job Smoke. Job Smoke. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You, you nice. Job's actually put on a good feed, bro. Yep. Yeah. You had a big feed at the Farno's house a while ago, and I was gutted didn't get an invite, but yeah, yeah. next time. Next time, bro, yeah. So that's my peak of my life, bro. Food edition, I've mm. never mucked up a cook, bro. Yep. Never stuffed up a cook. Nice. First horse party, eh? Job yeah. on the on the barbecue. Yeah. Cook us our next feed, bro. Yeah, I got you, Zell. Nice. Uh, to you, Scarlett. My, are we doing like the pit and peak of your life? Doesn't matter. Doesn't okay. matter. Yeah, yeah. My pit is meat. I don't like meat. Oh, yeah. shit. Right. 
Job's a bit insulted. Job's smoke won't go yeah. down too well. <laughs> I knew that might shake a few people, but hashtag tofu. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm one of those. Apparently, I look like a vegetarian. So that tofu burger you put up was good. It looks really nice. I'm not a tofu man either. But yeah. It's great. You should yeah. try it. Yeah, I might have to actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then my peak would be anything sweet. So like get yep. chunky. Have you guys had get chunky? Yeah. Oh yes. Yep. So good. Never. Yes. Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to. to get I there, want bro. to. Have but, to. Um, McDonald's McFlurries are two minutes from my house. <laughs> <laughs> in the microwave. In the microwave. <laughs> heat it up a little bit. Oh, Boom. That but would be good. Yes. But there's one in Frio. No, I, I live in um, over Harrisdale. Oh. Yeah, I drive quite a while oh. to get spilled. Oh, mm. That's okay. Yeah. Jordan will bring you one. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my client anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, all good. Uh, moving on to me, uh, my pit would be. Well, I've had a couple actually. I went to um, Rimba Sizzlers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. that place, bro. Um, I think they had a seafood salad in there or something like that. That's where I fucked up. You know, seafood salad was probably sitting there for a while. When I smashed that bread, <laughs> chuffed it back. As, 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 as you do As you do And then um, Yeah that night You got, got the shits bro <laughs> Done the old um, The fart And then Squidwoods Yeah So that didn't um, Hit too well And then the second one Was actually a hangi I had a hangi And then um, The bro cooked it At a Christmas uh, Work function <laughs> Cooked it it was, a, it was in the keg And then Um the stuffing had where his keg was was on like a pile of sand. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuffing had fucking sand, sand. in it, bro. Oh. Like beach sand. Oh. Yeah. 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 So I was just into it with my hands, boom, and then yep. oh. terrible. Like a lettuce yeah. bristle, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ate that up. Yep. Hard. But um my peak would be a um Fuck, what was the steak? I had it on my birthday. Uh, the big, massive... Ribeye? Nah, nah. T-bone? The big, the big, big fucker. T-bone? Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Yes. Tomahawk steak. Yes. Yep. In, uh, in the city. Oh, I forgot what the restaurant was called. Anyway, it was it was, it was for my 30th. Um, you 30th? 32. <laughs> and 100 games. Mm. And 100 games, bro. Still look 25, brother. Age well. <laughs> Age well. But, um, yeah... Forgot what I was going to say, but anyway, that's pit and peak for this week. Oh, oh actually, you got, you got a yeah, pit and peak yeah, to Sorry, bro, I, I already skipped yeah, you. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Bring it in. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ex-client. Nah, coming back soon, mate. Uh, my uh, peak will probably just be just chicken or meat. Like you yep. know, I pretty much eat it every day, so yep. I'll probably have to like it if I'm having it nearly every meal. How does um, that go down in the house, bro? With um, a non-meat eater, uh, she actually doesn't mind cooking like oh, nice. the chicken and meat like yeah, she actually yeah, cooks yeah. it really well um a little bit of a chef as everyone uh knows so it's pretty good for me mm. uh and then my pit will probably be i've never been able to eat seafood like it's actually i just Ooh, find ouch. it just rank as yeah. um coming from an italian family as well it's like basically a bit of a sinner but yeah. um we yeah. never hung around with guys like you at school <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny where when me and scarlet actually first started dating we went to that um the Place that you guys talk about in the potty, the um, Zeus. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And she actually forced me to eat a calamari, so it's kind of uh, don't really know how we're still together at this stage, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that's probably my uh, my pit. Nice, yeah. nice. Tofu nice. burgers. 
<laughs> no, no. So let's uh, put and pick for another week. Um, so t- today we're going to do something a little different. Uh, Will, it was hard for me to hand it over, but uh, Will's <laughs> going to take the reins um, on this one. Or if I know today, I am the voice. The voice. Hey, 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 hey stop that. <laughs> stop that. Um, but yeah, so Will. It's that onto low you, brother. tone to that takarangi tone, eh, bro? Yeah, Barry White ones. Voice for radio, brother. Mm. Anyways. All right, we'll get stuck into it. So, Scarlett, yes. tell us your story. You know where you've grown up and uh, how'd you get to getting into nutrition? So, take us back to high school. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Applecross. So, so like, local, local girl? Yeah, local girl. Yep. Like, lovely area, great school. Cash okay. money around there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eight-bedroom eight house. No worries around there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a great upbringing and everything. My life was great. Everything was really good. Awesome. Um, so we're obviously talking about eating disorders here. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you guys like aware about eating disorders or the different types? Not to be different honest, types, no. not too no, much. Not no, me. a little bit. Uh, yeah. No. yeah, so I had binge eating disorder. So that's... Um, like episodes of really restrictive eating mm. below like 700 calories. And then obviously you're in such a deficit for so long that you blow out your body's natural instinct is to binge on food when it's available. So then you go through these whole cycles, months, days, weeks of literally just binging and it's nonstop. It's like the weirdest experience when you're in a binge. It's like um, very euphoric. Like you, I don't remember binges or anything. Um, you can't stop. And I think that's the yeah, whole right. shameful thing about having an eating disorder is that because you're like, why can't I just stop? And you, so you don't want to tell people because it's it's like you're just eating food and you literally have no control. Mm. So there's a lot of shame around it um, and obviously gaining weight with binging and restricting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's also anorexia, um, bulimia. Bulimia is the same as binge eating disorder except you are vomiting on the side. Um, yeah, and there's all different types of ones. But I experienced binge eating disorder and then along with that, obviously, body dysmorphia, which you probably see a lot working in a gym. It's, it's crazy, crazy oh, now. It's like, insane. Yeah, mm. I, I didn't know until, like, I like to think I'm a bit of a, spa- a safe space for women to, you know, to open up to me. It, like, I know you followers are going to laugh, but, um, no, 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 yeah. but it, it's quite crazy how prominent it is in, yeah. in the gym community. Oh, um, it's, it's wild. To the point where some clients are asking me, please, can we not train in front of the mirror? And obviously that's where the dumbbells are, so yeah. we, we can't train over there. And I've got to rip benches to the back of the gym, and yep. like, but I'm, I'm trying to just trying to understand and and help those clients through those issues as well, just because yeah. they have such body dysmorphia with themselves. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, I've only really sort of jumped into that world, try to understand that world in the last year, and um, yeah. it's more common than what you think. Oh, it's mm. wild. Yeah, it's 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 quite a tough gig for women, you know, like especially Definitely. to walk into the gym as well. Yeah. And then to not just have that, but to also have these these eating disorders or their body dysmorphia yep. is probably created from an eating disorder and yeah. the flow-on effect. Yeah, mm. and like working in a gym myself, it's actually so prevalent in men as well, like this whole roids epidemic. And yep. it's like for women, you're never thin enough, but for men, it's you're never big enough. Big enough. Mm. Yeah, yep. so it's called – and women get um, anorexia, but it's called bigorexia in men, so it's where you never think you're big enough. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but it's a thing. Yeah, it's actually like even for me in the last kind of year or so, it's been quite common and you see it. Like, you know, everything we see on social media, yeah. um, 
even it kind of for me it frustrates me when I see some girls following a, a program just because this girl looks a certain way. Yep. You would have seen it. That I was like, well, that program's not good for you. Yeah, exactly. But because this girl looks a certain way, they feel like, oh, that's what I need to look like that. And yep. it's crazy, eh? Yeah, it is. And mm. people forget, like, sometimes that girl, that's literally her life. All she does is train and then eat to look like that. Um, and genetics is, like, a huge part of it. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, genetics is a huge part of yeah, it. Just look at your boyfriend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 what, what, what is it that causes... Like, what was the cause of of um, yeah. the uh, disorder that you had? Yeah. So, um, it's obviously different for other people. Mine was very body image based. So, yeah, okay. I was brought up in a household where my mum dieted a lot. So, did my sister. So, that was really normal to me. Where mm. just like a bigger build, I was around really small friends. Um, and then it was just some things people had said to me. So, when I was really young, someone had called me chubby. This was like in primary school. and. Yeah because I just had never thought different. I just always thought I was chubby. And then it got to like probably year 10 or something. And there was this couple and they started bullying this girl and I stuck up for this girl. And then I became their target and I would just walk around and their insults to me were like, you're fat, you fat slut, you fat pig. Um, And they'd Photoshop my head onto like a Mr. Potato and do all like this crazy stuff. So I was just like, okay, someone's insult to me is that I'm fat. So I just must be fat. But that's quite um, common, you know, like as a primary school kid. Yeah. It's just a loose comment. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. It, it can be damaging for, mm. for such a long period in your it life. Can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just those few comments, eh? Yeah. And like the people saying it, it's just water off a duck's back, really. It's just, you know, it, it's yeah. hard. It's yep. hard, especially at like primary school age as well, you know. Yeah. Kids are brutal, man. Kids are brutal, yeah. bro. Yeah. Kids are brutal, yeah. Kids are brutal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, and then. It's that's when I started dieting and all yeah. of that stuff in about year 10. So I had my eating disorder for, I'd say, about eight years. And then we got out of school and all my friends and I went on this holiday and we ate really bad and we were all like, okay, we're going to diet as soon as we're back from this holiday. And they didn't, but that's when I started being really restrictive. Um, and at the same time, my friend had broken up with her boyfriend and there was like insults being thrown around. And I just restated something he said to her and it like really struck a chord with him. And he was like Fatty Holmes, that's my last name. And so his whole, he just wanted to call me fat. And then I posted his comment online and everyone was sticking up for me. And then his whole year group, um, like he went to a private school and I have about 80 boys blocked because they were just sticking up for him, like calling me insults and literally yep. going ham Fuck. at me. So, and I was just 18 as well. So that's when we started yeah. going out yeah, yeah. and I used to always see them and it was so hard because like they would literally be awful um, and always looking at me. So it kind of ruined like that whole party stage. Yep. Um, but yeah, and then that's when I just started being really restrictive and getting into that cycle where I would be losing, I lost like 12 kilos in about, two or three months, which is just so crazy is the slower you lose it, the better. Um, and then of course it's not sustainable, not for your, like, especially not me. I'm not that petite of a build. I think I got down to like 49 kilos, which is so, so small for me. Um, yeah. And Mm. then I started binging and then in about like two months I gained 10 kilos back. So it was just this cycle and 
then when I would gain weight because I knew that people had insulted me and obviously didn't like me when I was like that, um, I would become very recluse. I would not see people. I wouldn't go out. Um, Obviously, you get so depressed like that and it's literally just this constant battle of like the only um, solution is losing weight and being skinnier. So it was just this toxic cycle of going round and round and round. And this was all before social media as well, eh? Um, this was like face, yeah, Facebook era. Yep. So yeah. it's still not that posting pictures yeah. of yourself. No, yep. no. Although we did like, I don't know if you guys had it. We had like Facebook famous people and like you would post photos and like you get like a thousand likes and you'd be like Facebook famous. So we definitely did have <laughs> like social media and yeah. gratification through that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just, I think at that point I was trying to get across is that, um, this has been happening Hell oh, yeah. of a lot earlier than yep. just, you know, yeah, people yeah, can yeah. be quick to jump at, oh, it's because of social yeah. media and the way that they want us to look and oh, this 100%. is what's pushing us into eating disorders, uh, eating disorders, eating disorders. <laughs> <laughs> which I do agree with, yep. but um, it has been happening for, yeah. a, for a long time, especially anorexia, right? Definitely. So, What's your thoughts on that? Um, so, like, we actually learned about it in uni. The start of um, women and a thinner body, like the thin ideal, it actually came about the same time that they discovered what calories were and, like, that food had a caloric value. Yep. Yep. Um, so back in the day, like in Victorian era, everyone loved like a curvy body because it signified wealth and you were amazing and people loved a curvy body. And then as soon as women started getting um, more rights and everything like that, they preferred a thinner body and they showed more of their body, like they weren't wearing these long dresses. Mm. And so that's when this thin ideal came into play and anorexia and controlling your food intake. Um, Yeah, so that's another thing with an eating disorder. For a lot of people, it's it's the control aspect because you can't control anything else in your life, but you can supposedly control what you look like, what you're eating. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely a lot to do with control and everything. You're saying anorexia is one of the – Sort of only, well, it's got the highest mortality rate. Well, yeah, definitely. This eating disorders, eh? Like they mm. just yep. they find it hard to psychologically get into that psyche yeah. of, of someone with anorexia yep. as well. Yeah. yeah. So which I found was because interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, because anorexia they classify more as like an actual mental disease. So, um, like you would classify depression or something, and obviously you're eating so little and losing so much of your body body weight that it actually has implications long-term on like your hormones and your gut and it ruins you. Like Like they actually don't want to die in their psyche. They don't want to die, but the anorexia just takes over. Yeah, it literally, yeah. Um, And then something like um, binge eating disorder or bulimia, it's a little bit different. There's not many deaths from it, but binge eating disorder is definitely the most prevalent out of all of them. Yeah, especially in men. In men? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, obviously, um, we're in we're heavily into the Kiwi community, mm. and I think we have a bit of a epidemic, <coughs> you know, with, with the way that we eat back home, man. Yeah, yeah, as well. General, but bro, just our, our people, yeah. you know, that that not the best eaters, you know, and, and they or they, they have the knowledge, binge, yeah, the knowledge, and the knowledge. But like even like the drink as well, you know, mm. binge Alcohol. drinking culture, culture yeah. Bro, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's culture. Yep. Mm. But no. even, you know, like in our culture, everyone comes together over food, you know, hungies, same. events. Like a It'll be the same for like Italians, Italians in that, eh? You yep. like come together with big food. Big feeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, so when I was growing up, um, I just remember clearly 
And I know a lot of other Polynesian Māori families as well yeah. had exactly the same. Mm. I was at my grandparents' house. Uh, they grew up in a generation where food, you know, like uh, there's not much of it around. Yep. So you've got to respect it, eat everything while it's there. Um, back to when I was having a feed at, at the grandparents' house, there was a, a plate of sugar just in the middle of the table, just just. A plate of sugar, yep. and then the butter. So you know the big lumps of blood, the one yeah. kg blocks of butter. <laughs> yep. You know you have twelve of those in the fridge, ready to yep. go. So you pull the whole butter out. You take the whole wrapper off. You put that on a little uh, smaller plate. You put that into the middle of the table. Yep. You toast the whole loaf, loaf. of bread. Right? Yep. Mm. You put that into the middle as well. But yep. you don't just grab a little bit of butter and butter your bread. You slice it like cheese, cheese, and you put the yeah. cheese onto the thick, bread. Thick slices, yeah. bro. Yeah, yep. and then it's you've bad, got bad. your oats, which is nothing wrong with with oats. Obviously, the the old porridge. Yep. And then, um, so you sprinkle your sugar on. Yep. And then the brown sugar on top. Yep. And then you slice your butter like cheese then onto the bread. Butter on the yep. porridge. And you dip that oh. in, and you have six pieces of bread with your porridge with the sugar. Yep. And yeah. then the cocoa pops are sitting on the side <laughs> for when you finish, finish that, you know, because at the time, you know, the big uh, corporations, companies were doing these easy to um, these easy meals and appealing to mm. kids and their yeah, marketing yeah. was to, you know, young uh, Maori children or Polynesian children and it's easy and it's accessible and we don't have the knowledge around what was optimal for yeah. us at the time, bro. So yeah. it was a generational thing that I think has... Mm. Stayed with us for a very long time up until now, you know. Yeah, we're used to it the way. Like, I remember as a kid, would have been like eight, nine on the marae up the river. There was this fella sat down with his wheat books, pretty much had a cup of sugar on it, mm. and he had half the block of butter on top. Yep. I don't, I'd never seen that butter on top of the wheat books. And I remember sitting there as a kid just thinking, What the <laughs> fuck are you doing with the butter? And he just put it on top of his wheat books, and it was just normal. No one said anything. But I just remember looking at it like, fuck, that's out the gate. But it's Even normal. Just like salt on everything. <laughs> like yeah, everything. Yeah, Doesn't matter what it is. I just grab the salt and... Boom. <laughs> Go to town, eh? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Gout. Yeah, just gout. Just <laughs> gout. not knowing the effects yeah. of how that nutrition was playing a part in, in one us being, you know, like... Going, going through that obesity pandemic, which we're going through now, especially yeah. Maori and Polynesian people yep. as yep. well, and, and Australia as a whole. The world. The world. Yeah. The world as a whole. Yeah, um, two-thirds are obese. Or is that right? Two-thirds yeah. of the world. Mm. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's one of the boys we went to see on a, on a deployment, and he was telling me he grew up, he used to get home from school, grab um, half a cheese, chuck it and mount it in the microwave, and just grab a whole loaf of bread, dip it in the cheese. We went to sea and he just started training and like eating bugger all calories. Big boy. And he lost in three months for close to 20 kgs. But he just wasn't eating, eh? Mm. And he had all the ex ex excess skin. But yep. afterwards, of course, yeah. he, he kind of put it all back on as well, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was training. And I was like, bro, you need to eat, man. And he's just, nah, just skipping meals and everything. Is, um, sorry, um, uh, uh, one of these disorders, Yeah. can you be born with something like this? Or is it? No. No. But there is a genetic predisposition predisposition to it. Yeah. So like I know in my family we definitely do have a history of it. Anorexia like is very genetic. Um but then I think it's like our environment, social yeah. media, yeah. Mm. it facilitates it so much. What's your um, thoughts on it, Scarlett, the whole social media and what's acceptable and what's not acceptable? Um it's a hard one cuz obviously like 
social media is my job and I yep. love it. Mm -hmm. I think it can be used for such great things, but for maybe the younger generations, um, not so much, but it's also really hard because you are just showing your highlight reel and then people are comparing themselves to that. Um, you know, the people that get most famous or looked at, like especially for females and males is like these genetic gods on people yeah. that do work really hard or it is their job and they can dedicate all this time to looking fabulous. And it's just not realistic for most people. Like mm. it sets out this really unrealistic expectation because you're not seeing the whole other 99% of general population that can't sustain that, don't look like that. And it's actually just not realistic. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a great thing, social media, but it's also a really yeah. awful thing. What about the shoe on the other foot? I, I see they're starting to promote, you might know the name for it, say like bigger, bigger woman now and, and sort of promoting it as yeah. being healthy. I mean, it's such a touchy subject, you know, because yes, yes, she looks good because, but is it healthy? You know, if we yes. were to look at it yeah. and look at the, the yeah. BMI of someone and if I'm with a client and I'm telling them that you're going to probably um, have some hypertension, you're probably, um, the blood pressure's a bit high, your cholesterol's probably going to be, a little yeah. bit big. Yes, yes, she's a good-looking woman, but she is got a higher Obese. body fat yep. percentage, yep. which is going to put her into some difficulty health-wise down the track. Yeah. Like, how are we supposed to attack that sort of... Yeah. Um, I guess that's really hard because, like, there is evidence that diets just don't work. So I think from my perspective, the way that I would function it is that as long as right now you are being your healthier self, you're moving, you're eating like whole foods, your fruits, vegetables, all of that, that's the best thing you can do. There's no point on trying to shift weight if it's not worked for you in the past. Yes, maybe sometimes having a higher body fat isn't the best thing for you, but um, dieting also isn't the best thing for you. And at the end of the day, there's just not a one thing, like one thing fits all. Um, and BMI as well. I think people misinterpret it a lot because that can only be applied to like a population level. It's not for it's an individual. It's outdated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Outdated. Very, outdated. very outdated. Yeah, mm. so I I love this body positivity movement because um, I think it shifts it away from this whole thin ideal and everything. And yeah, some people may look at a woman or like male in a larger body and think, God, that is so unhealthy. Like she's just doing that because she can't change. But look, we, we don't know what they're like and they probably are a lot healthier than us because it's all to do with your mental health, like what you're eating, whether you're moving or not. And if they're moving and if it suits them, then who are we to say? Yep. Yep. So, mm. Yeah. What do they say that nutrition is not just something that you in ingest, but you ingest positivity and yeah, yeah all that it's, sort of stuff? It's not gone. just what you're what eating; it's your mind, everything. Y yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Such a broad. It is speaking. a touchy subject, though. Like it is a touchy subject. Yeah. Like I'm not. There are clothing brands that are now pushing the big girl look. You know what yep. I mean? But which is cool. Which is cool, cool. and it is cool. So, yeah. But you know, like for me, like if you see someone, you want them to live a healthier lifestyle at the same time, and yeah. not expect them to be that big forever yeah. that's just my opinion but you know like uh, my whole job is to make sure that mm. i um give my knowledge mm. on what the healthiest version that someone should be at you know like yep. mm. i mean with jaws we got them to under sort of eight percent body fat which is no good for anyone but no. it was just for a look and, for a look um, it, was just, it was just for a look you know but it's crazy just to bring the abs out i was talking to one of the boys in the gym training for a comp trains hard trains absolutely hard to get on stage and I've just been asking him like how many calories is he having and all this kind of stuff and he's like oh fuck he goes as low as like 1200 calories I'm like holy fuck yeah. but it's just for that look on stage do you know what I mean it's mm -hmm. that 
the lengths they push their body to. He's telling me what he eats. eats this meal, this meal, high-carb days, low-carb, whatever. But I was like, fucking hell, you can't maintain that forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Or for the look. So it's, it's hard. You know, someone's saying, oh, yeah, look, um, why are you having a crack at her? She's beautiful. I didn't say she wasn't beautiful. Exactly. But I'm yeah. in the role of making sure that I can get someone's hypertension down. Yep. I can look after someone's cholesterol or, yep. or improve their body fat percentage because I know – you know, over like compound interest over time, that's going to cause issues down the track. Mm. So that's my whole point of my job. I'm not saying that someone's not beautiful, but there's a misconception that people can say, well, this is the ideal body type. Yep. When obviously um, your blood pressure and stuff says differently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's hard as a male, male trainer too. You don't want to step. Yeah. Don't want to step boundaries. You want to help, but you don't want to step. Like I just done a post the postnatal course, and I had a better understanding for it all. Now I'm like, holy fuck! Like I've got three kids, but bro, those were a bit graphic, bro. That's <laughs> uh, that course. Yeah, it is. And but trying to have that discussion with a girl, they're like, oh yeah, you want to ask like videos and shit. You want to ask them this and that. And I was like, fuck, I don't even know if I'm comfortable asking those kind of questions. But you know, I, I've I've got definitely gotten a lot more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Tell yeah. these two quite often that. My female clients on the weeks that they're leading into their period, obviously their carbs jack right up. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling them off, was telling them off. <laughs> I was telling them off and I was like, you need to stay consistent, stay consistent. But no one would speak up except for uh, one of my clients, Deanne, old D, and she goes, it was Shark Week, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I said, what is Shark Week? And she was like, I'm getting my fucking period. And I was like, oh. Jeez, and I've been Shut telling the all up, these bro. girls off, <laughs> you know. And I went back, and it was that one week, bro, one week a month that they, they were just they jacked their carbs right up, and I just couldn't work out why, you know. But, but that's just a knowledge, knowledge thing. We're as learning, well. we're so learning as we go, in if I suppose that um, is another question, Scarlett. You know, um, it's very important um, for women to have you know regular periods and. Um, keeping their hormone levels balanced and stuff like that. How does those eating disorders and that, how does it affect all that for yeah. women? So there's actually just not much research on it, but I myself haven't had a natural one in since I was 16. So it's definitely affected me. I don't know whether that's from my like mum's history or not with an eating disorder, but she's just never been like regular with her cycle. But for most girls that I've talked to that have had an eating disorder have had so many issues, but it's so hard because um, like it's such a touchy subject in doing research on people with eating disorders. So they can't really come to conclusions, but PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome is like very, very prevalent. And I always wonder if it has something to do with this restrictive eating. Cause most girls that I talk to have gone through this stage of like really restrictive eating. And obviously the less you eat, then your body's going to suffice making your hormones because it needs to just get through the bare minimum, bare minimum of like thinking and moving your muscles and getting through the day. So yeah, I think it has a huge effect. I suppose I'll, um, I'll, I want to ask you too, Jordan. Um, I'll get you on the mic in a second, bro. But um, like your moods, um, Scarlett, like yeah. obviously nutrition affects everything, our whole attitude and our whole mood on a daily basis as well. Yeah. You know, how, how were your moods? Yeah, awful. So I have so many recollections of being in a restrict restrictive stage and nearly passing out like all the time. Um, especially during exercise and this one time I was on a walk and I had to call my mum to come and get me because I literally was going to pass out but being skinny was so much more important but 
Um, definitely my moods were awful because carbs are so good for serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Um, and obviously just having energy to mm. like be happy. Like obviously, you know, the more you eat, the better you feel. But then going through so many body changes, I was so depressed. Like I ended up getting depression. Um, and so that was really, really hard. That was just like another thing on top. So yeah, my moods were awful. I, I look back at all that time and I feel like I just didn't have a personality. I didn't know who I was because I was so focused on my body and my whole thought pattern was all about what I was going to eat, what I look like. Um, so yeah, awful moods. <laughs> I suppose I'll get the mic to George, bro. And we'll, um, so yeah, bro, like, like with, with Scarlett's mood and stuff like that. Not not just um, like how women are in general, bro, when they're moody at the boys, but um, <laughs> when we've uh, been on a three-day bender. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, for yourself, um, having to deal with someone that's going through that as well and, you, didn't, you know, getting sprayed all yeah, the yeah. time and how to understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was a lot of learning for me as well because um, me, I pretty much have been eating the same thing every day for I don't know how many years now and food – was almost just like fuel for me. Like it was just yep. you eat this. And that's you know. why you look like that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was a lot of learning because when Scarlett obviously first came out and told me about the eating disorder. How old? Uh, first date. First date. I must, must have forgot. <laughs> it, was, it was the one. <laughs> no, no. But she like it was kind of hard because obviously I'm not too – I didn't even know eating that – a binge eating disorder was a thing. So obviously as, as a boyfriend, as your partner, you want to – you know, if you see that uh, your partner's upset or going through a rough time, you know, you want to be there. You want to support You mm. want to be like, I want to, you know, I want to fix that problem. And I, I just generally had no idea at all. Yep. So um, when you say that Scarlett was going through, you know, some, some phases, I uh, was never really angry. It was just more really sad and upset and stressed. So uh, anyone else in my position, all I'd say to do is just, you know, be there for them. Yep. Obviously, I didn't fully understand what she was going through but you know if i could be there for you know an hour 30 minutes two hours whenever she needed just to chat or just relax or take her mind off yep. it you know i was i was there 100 percent. so did you was it taking a strain on you though bro yeah we we've actually had uh a lot of chats about this but uh during the start of it you know i was always there for her but it got to a point where and i felt really ashamed of this but you know when we first met Obviously, it's that first physical attraction. Like you'll see them and be like, "Oh, you know, yeah, that's I want to chat to this girl." Humans, yeah, bro. yeah, humans. Yeah. So the brothers. Uh, um, <laughs> so obviously, when she was going through a eating disorder, and there was, uh, she stopped gymming. Obviously, eating just, you know, a lot more mindful eating. So yeah, on not on these diets or anything, which is fine. But it kind of, I felt really ashamed because I got a bit. Uh, I get guess uh, I don't know how to put it. Um, selfish where I thought, you know, I always envisioned that the partner I was with would have such a good passion for, you know, exercise and fitness and eating yep. well. Yep. Um, and then she originally had that and then it just kind of was all taken away from her. And there was a part of me that, you know, thought, oh, you know, I really wanted to go to the gym, wanted to do this. Yeah. But, you know, we had chats about this and it was just incredibly selfish of me because here is my partner who I love who's going yep. through this incredible incredibly incredibly tough time yep. and because i didn't have any knowledge of it i was almost like oh just you know almost think about me like let's go to the gym let's let's get back to normal when 
really she was going through a really really tough time so we, we've had a lot of chats about that and you know we've gotten through this and we're just like stronger than ever now yeah and, um yeah and yeah. things like this awesome, does does make people a lot stronger <clears throat> as well yeah, yeah for, sure. They, for sure because that first step in a relationship that why it breaks down is because you're not compatible with each other and i suppose you, you're living one lifestyle she's living the other you're just two distant people as well and it's hard to come back together you know a lot of yep. people wouldn't fight for that as well so, but yeah, advice? no, definitely <laughs> just, if you have no idea about it, just be there for it. Yes. Uh, Did you look for help? Like, Jordan, were you, were you Googling anything or like, I, were I, you I, asking around? I will admit I did Google a bit, yeah. um, but the most uh, knowledge I got was just from Scarlett. Like I just spoke to her. Obviously, she's doing nutrition as well, so she yep. has a bit of a background of this kind of stuff. <laughs> but she pretty much, yeah, she was the guidance. She helped me. While she was helping herself, she was also helping educate me. And it was, it was really good. I reckon just having that communication was really, really beneficial for both of us. Yeah. So mm. obviously she was priority one, but if wherever I could, you know, if maybe when I wanted to, because I just, I eat what I want, yep. basically. So if I wanted to get, you know, a snack or something, if it would be detrimental to her, then now I know, okay, I won't bring that up. Let's just not, you know, delve into that while she's recovering or you know, yep. doing what yep. she needs to do. So, yeah, nice. yeah, communication was key. Are you still nice. quite intuitive now about her triggers and what you can and can't bring up and stuff like that, bro? Oh, I feel like now I can say anything. Like, she's just okay. well and truly through it, and it's 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 really awesome to see because I've basically seen her at her lowest point. Yep. Like, it was really, really bad. If she wants to share it, she can. But yep. um, And now she's just obviously with the, the social media and she's, like, at the gym or whenever she, you know, wants to and it's just it's really really it's it's cool to see that someone could be this upset and now they've just turned this real negative into just the biggest positive ever man. so and really now, proud of it now you're awesome. the boyfriend of instagram i see you taking a few uh, oh man videos she gets you to hold the camera <laughs> as long as she uh you know, you know about this as long as she makes my breakfast slice uh every week bro, <laughs> I, I, uh, i'll take as many photos as she wants bro he gets his breakfast slice macro calculated. <laughs> she cooks it from every Sunday. You ready lucky for man. Every single day. Lucky man. I reckon. Uh, Look at Levi's got to bring his kid to uh, the party. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Lucky to get a wee picks in the morning. <laughs> All right, Scarlett. So we'll get back to you. And um, since we were talking about uh, Instagram, um, you've really taken off on Instagram and you're really pushing that real. Um, that powerful message about enjoying your food again and you're incorporating a lot of foods that people would sort of just do the old, it's yeah. taboo to, to to really use these types of foods. I think I love that chocolate there. You've put carrot um, milk marbles. <laughs> Hold it up to the camera, please. Taunting me the whole time. I'm like, shit. Yeah, you hold it, bro. Nah, fuck, it looks yeah, good. So give us, a, give us a rundown of your Instagram, um, your inspiration <laughs> yeah. to start it, and yeah. Yeah, so I actually started that Instagram like oh, maybe seven years ago, and I documented my whole weight loss journey. Um, and at this point, I thought I was recovered because I lost weight. And then when I met Jordan and I started going through one of my binge phases and I had to recover, I, ca I actually gave up my Instagram um, and so I had a three year break and I've only just come back on it this year. And I decided to, because I love the creativity side of it. It's so fun. I love creating recipes. So essentially I just create yummy food, yummy recipes, um, like 
my whole mindset is eat good food and move for your mood, whether that be loads of fruits and vegetables or just like yummy, delicious things. So like I'll always have chocolate on my oats for breakfast. Like some people probably look at my diet and be like, that is not healthy at all. But it just depends what like healthy is to you. So for me, it's like on a mental level, like no restriction, just enjoying your food because there's no point in trying to fight having all these delicious things um, because they're all around us and they're never going to leave. Did you, just curious, did you do a Weet-Bix breakfast thing and you put some... The cheesecake Weet-Bix. That was you, yes, (laughs) that's right. Um, (laughs) That went through my gym. We're in the gym in the morning and the girls are all talking about this. Um, I I went and looked at her page to see which one of our uh, mutual followers. Yes. And I think like more more than... Yeah, yeah, they did. And they're all talking about it and I'm like, listen, fuck you talking about it. Yeah, put a bit of chocolate on top. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was nice. I had a bit of taste of that. It was good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it was really good. And the Instagram pages um, opening some opportunities for you as well? Yeah. So, like, I just did it just to create recipes and then show people that you don't have to be restrictive and, like, Mm. how to overcome an eating disorder and disordered eating. And now it's, like, my side gig where I, like, brands will approach me and I'll create content for them. Um, So, yeah, it's like a little mini job. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, great. Because nice. it's sort <laughs> of promote, I think you um, sent through that question as well. Like, we're going to ask you your thoughts on eating intuitively. But, yep. you know, what you're explaining with the recipes and stuff that you are putting on your page, that's basically eating intuitively, you know, like what yeah, you like, so what you enjoy, mm-hmm. but yeah. understanding what's in the food. Yeah. So eating intuitively is essentially like not counting your macros and just eating when you feel like it, eating what you want, um, and being able to stop yep. when you're full. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's another thing, like eating by your macros, that seems to be like the norm right now, especially in gym culture. Yeah, um, and I, eating, I promote it, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think there's it, yeah. nothing wrong with it. Just when it starts getting restrictive and it's used as like a restrictive tool, that's when there's obviously an issue with mm. it. Um, but yeah, it is a great tool, but you definitely don't need to do macros. So like yeah. I know for a lot of people, especially girls, um, it can get very restrictive because you're essentially just doing it just to look a certain way. Um, Whereas some people might do it because they're doing prep or they find it easier just to pre-plan all their meals for the whole week or get proper nutrition in. Um, Are you still a fan of high-protein diets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because a lot of your recipes are based around like um, the high protein because of the products that you use and the yummy products that you use as well, the casein proteins. and Yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, so that's another thing is people might look at my Instagram and think, God, you definitely need a protein powder, but you don't. But I just love them because they taste great. Um, But yeah, protein, I do – like I focus so much on protein because one, you can store unlimited fat in your body. You can store carbs as glycogen and protein you can't store. And obviously when you're not eating, your body is essentially breaking down protein, which is your muscle. And when you are eating, it's building up that muscle. So that's why I like to have protein at each meal. Um, And then there is studies that if there were people to overeat or eat in a surplus, if you're eating um, high protein um, diet, you're less likely to gain as much fat as you are from a high carb and fat diet. It's more satiating as well, you mm. know, like it's, it's yeah. easier to smash two bowls of Cocoa Pops <laughs> than it is a chicken breast. You know, like it's just more satiating. Yep. I'd, yeah. I'd rather the Cocoa Pops. Uh. Speaking of Cocoa Pops, is is breakfast the most important meal of the day? 
Um, definitely. So breakfast just sets your hunger cues up for the rest of the day. Yep, yep. Um, it's so important because if you're not having it as well, it can it's not stabilizing your blood sugar and that can have impacts on the rest of the day. And then some people that don't eat breakfast, they may get to a meal and they're so hungry and that's where they'll binge and then they'll start this like, yep. oh, fuck it, I fucked up now. I can't fuck this. Favorite meal. Yeah. My Best favorite meal. meal is breakfast. Thank eh? you. I'll choose breakfast <laughs> over a dinner like Bacon, eggs, whatever. I can't stand with some people like, nah, just skip breakfast. I'm like, why? I'm a, I'm a breakfast guy. I yep. love my breakfasts. But if some of my bigger boys do yep. ask me, they're like, bro, I'm, I'm going to Mahi at like early four, hours. Five, four yep. or five, bro, and I can't get my first meal until 11 o'clock. You know, when that first big smoker was, because they only give yep. us half an hour at, at, at these big corporations and stuff like that. So oh. we, we don't have time for breakfast. And they're like, is that Okay. Now I'm telling them that is okay because essentially they're skipping out on calories so that I can put them into that deficit to um, eat at their body fat because that's what a calorie deficit does. Yep. It uses your body fat as energy because you're in a, a caloric restriction. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's a hard one sometimes. I love breakfast. I promote breakfast, but yep. it's not suitable for – and it might be a great tool for someone in their yep. weight loss journey as well, but then yep. on the other side of things it, it can play – Mental havoc as well. Mm. So, mm. I think it's yeah. What suits you at the end of the day? Yep. But I yep. love breakfast. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, we've done your Instagram page and the. First oh, timer, yeah. bro. First, first timer. Time first job, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going from here <laughs> up to here, bro. Yours is all nice and structured, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. Carry on, bro. What's the difference between a nutritionist and a mm. dietitian? Yeah, that's a good one. So nutritionists, you can only work on public health level. So you can't work one-on-one -on -one with someone. Um, and then a dietitian is where you can work one-on-one -on -one with someone and you learn all about diseases and specific nutrition. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but a nutritionist isn't a protected term. So you guys could call yourself a nutritionist if you do like a nutrition course. course. Yeah, but with a dietitian, it is a protected term. Yeah, mm. so. I've I've always like because I run challenges and all sorts and come across all walks, but like I always like to refer to a nutritionist for an individual most of the time. Yeah, um, like give some kind of advice where I can, but yeah, yeah, I prefer with a lot of clients as well if I can give them some advice. But if they need you know to see a nutritionist, I always re refer them to a nutritionist. This is yep. how I like to work. Yeah, that's mm. good. <laughs> Look, I don't have any more questions, boys. I'm just going to ask Scarlett um, what her three top tips are, if you boys don't have any more questions. Which, yeah, because, look, there's a lot of people, I guess, that, um, especially through the gym, people have done shakes, um, mm -hmm. keto. Mm. Oh, no, I like keto because it's work because they've got those results that they were looking for. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But um, So what are your thoughts on the things like keto, shakes all that kind of stuff you would have heard come across a lot of it yeah. as well yeah definitely um well like a diet it's a red flag if you're restricting a food group so yep. e.g keto carbohydrates are actually the most satiating macro out of all of them yep. so why would you cut it out it's exactly. your brain's main source um keto diet at the end of the day, if you're eating in a caloric deficit, you will lose weight. Yep. Keto diet is so restrictive. You're not having dairy or anything, so you're more prone to get um, deficiencies with calcium. Yep. It's just, yeah, I just think at the end of the day, the best approach to have is just a balanced one. You're having a bit of this, a bit of that. Just focus on what you can add. Make sure you're having your five veggies, two fruit, you know, 
whole foods um, yeah. and then have your chocolate, have this or that. Yeah. There's no need to be restrictive. That's just going to cause issues down the line. And it is hard, mm. like, if they've got results in the past and you're yeah. trying to tell them, but they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it works for me. So it's yeah. like you can only tell them so much before they, you know, flick their well, switch. I think with, yeah, like with something like keto is you're restricting it to just a few amount of foods. Yep. Therefore, it's easier to stick to for that time period because you can only eat these specific foods. And then, of course, you're going to see results, mm. but it's not going to be long term. Yep. So There's a, a trainer really... Really famous, really successful. Joseph Rakic? I wasn't going to say the name. But, oh, okay. yeah. Name. <laughs> but yeah, he promotes the hell out of it, eh? Um, I, think, I think it's a, um, a marketing tool because I'm hearing yeah. four weeks in, yep. he gets that uh, that weight off. He obviously it's water weight, bro, mm-hmm. because um, carbohydrates, bro, yeah. yep. turns into muscle glycogen for every gram of muscle glycogen. From the carbohydrates, yep. you need three grams of water to hold it, bro. Mm. So if you're not bringing any carbs into the diet, you have no need for the water to hold muscle glycogen yep. that's not there, bro. The body uses goes into ketosis mode, which it's its yep. ability to turn fat into fuel. Or yep. to, the ketones, they get the ketones, and that's what we use as mm. ATP, ATP being fuel for our body. I, I um, Do you remember... Years ago, kind of like isogenics and things like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so. Um, I got sold, boys. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> by this auntie on the Facebook. <laughs> she was, took me to a seminar and I was like, that was inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, um, yeah. So, there were these, um, I can't improve it, keto. Have you heard of that? What is it? Oh, it's, anyways, it's these packets. They were, someone gave them to me for free. So, I trained on them, trained hard, got good results. Um, so everyone just wanted the quick fix. Oh, the ketone mm. physics. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. I've seen this. So yeah. what are they? They're expensive, anyways. It's just apparently puts you <laughs> in this keto- ketosis just, state. Yeah, yeah. So I was taking them, and I, I felt like it gave me a little bit of energy in the morning and stuff. But at the same time, I was fasting in the morning for myself. Mm. I just knew because I overeat. I love food. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard. Like back then, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have, you know. And I kind of used off the back of it. People like wanting wanting a quick fix. Um, but that's that's there's so many little things out there that come and go. And I kind of yeah. laugh when I see it now. Like a lady <laughs> the other day was telling me about these shakes, and she's trying to get me on these shakes. Yeah. I was like, so how does it work? She goes, Oh, you just have a shake <laughs> for breakfast, and then yeah. I have a shake for dinner. And I'm like, so what? One meal. And I was like, fuck, that's a sad life. But, yeah, so I've learned a lot. But it's just since a marketing then, yeah. strategy to put you in a Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and you learn as you go from yeah. experience. And I try to tell yeah. clients that too, you know. I've you tried know. it all, bro. Yeah, yeah, we all have. Yeah. And we all have. But, you know, <laughs> you just because everyone's looking for that quick fix. But you've got to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I tell them that you've got to find what works for you. Like, it's not everyone's different. Just because this girl looks a certain way, this guy looks a certain way, find what works for you. But, yeah. yeah. And it always ends up being a balanced diet. Mm. Yes, Literally. it goes back. Yeah. Yes, and sometimes go. I feel like you, people need to just go through this cycle of experiencing all these things because I mean, Trial I'm sure. Yeah, Trial and error. <laughs> Literally, I'm sure we all got told like, "Oh, don't do that," but we were like, "No, nah, it's gonna work." So yeah. we did it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, ones with those balance bands that people had. Do you remember those? Bro, this Nick <laughs> My brother had them on. <laughs> yeah, there is too. We were having a yarn after the um, the triathlon, bro. And this fellow was like, I was like, what the fuck is that, bro? It looked like uh, something around his neck. He's like, what does it do? Oh, bro, it, um, it can make <laughs> you either 
have more energy, so you turn this. <laughs> <thing> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it's, just, it's like a prison Nick fucking like chattering. chattering, it's like chattering <laughs> He's like, yeah, it helps you sleep, helps with your moods. So I was like, it can actually make you drunk. As well. <laughs> oh, oh, oh fuck that! Right. No. You're playing up now. Get out just of here. Just play your chatterings. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. <laughs> But yeah. yeah. But yeah, so if um any more questions, boys? Nah, thanks. I'm good, for, man. I'm yeah. good. I was just absorbing there. Yeah. What you got, George? What you got for us? I say I have a question actually. Yes. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the reins. Um back on the eating disorder stuff that uh we were discussing. Yep. Do you find that it's only in females or can it happen to males as well? Because that's something that we haven't really uh spoken about at all. Yeah. So it's definitely more prevalent in females, but it it does occur in men, definitely. Obviously not as much. Mm. Um, and then I also wonder how much of it is unspoken because obviously females speak out a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I know there is this whole movement where males are being encouraged to speak out about their emotions more. Um, but yeah, it is more prevalent in females, but it definitely is in males. And the most prevalent one in males is binge eating disorder. Yeah, yeah right. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Awesome. And what's your top three tips, buddy, for people... If they are going to go into nutrition journey, what's your uh, yep. top three tips? Um, make sure you're okay with doing chemistry because, my God, you do a lot of it. <laughs> so much. Um, don't be deterred by what everyone else is doing. Just do your own thing. And then three, um, eat your fruit and veg. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, nice. yes, nice. What your mum always says, eh? <laughs> <laughs> she was bloody right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried all these things, they took my money, but my mum was right the whole time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. That's it, eh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah no, good. that was awesome. Thanks that for that. I, Thank she you was so just much, taking it all in, like Kyra said, like just listening and. Yeah, yeah, really learns a lot. So, just yeah. I know that we're in that Kiwi community as well. And we, we have a problem. We have a problem with, one, obesity. We have a problem with um, the way that we eat. Um, and I think it all just comes down to knowledge. Mm. And now that we've got a space that we can talk about these sort of things, it was um, really cool to have you on the podcast as well to shed some light on it because I do know that I've, you're going to help someone. You're going to yep. help someone. They're going to listen to the potty and they're going to be more intuitive about what they're doing now and feel like it's uh, – that they can take food a little bit more seriously, or not so seriously anymore. Yeah, yeah so thank Be you for balanced. definitely. I just yeah. had an idea. We should do a uh, content video of kiwi foods and then see what you can do with it. Oh my god, yeah. Because what are kiwi foods? I'd actually love to know. <laughs> There's a lot. Apart from <laughs> nah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for having me. No, nah, awesome. no dramas. We appreciate you coming on. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. So you as well, bro. Yeah, cheers, yeah thanks, bro. Thanks for uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> 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 nah, all good. All right, guys. That's uh, episode twelve for another week. Take care. We'll uh, chat soon. We yeah, are. I'll, I'll, right. I'll leave with the song, eh, boys. Oh, yep, yep. yep. Sorry, Will's got a <laughs> song. <laughs> I'm hungry anyways. Fuck, there's chocolate right here. Open the chocolate, bro. Open I'm the trying chocolate. To, I'm Open actually it, trying to look. Like, I love chocolate. <laughs> I can smack back a whole so packet good. of biscuits and a cup of tea and watch my Netflix, but I'm actually trying to be 30 days no alcohol and chocolate. It's just a little goal for me. I'm struggling at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. I'm eating, yeah, yeah, yeah. but just, oh. You know, some chocolate dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to that yeah, whole potty, I was like, fuck, I want to eat some chocolate. Got your song, brother. Chocolate, chocolate, guys. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Just quickly, actually, boys, before we go, um, just to our listeners, um, we appreciate all the messages and support. Um, 
So Life's Peachy is actually um, going to do a little bit of a giveaway. And don't forget, you can get 15% off Hori, H-O-R-I, off the site. So we've got a shirt. I'm going to hold it up for the camera anyways. We've got a shirt to give away, and we've also got a hat as well. So watch this space. We'll Life's chuck a bit Peachy. of a post up. Um, shout out to Life's Peachy. Cool. Oh, sorry, boys. I'm off the pace again. <laughs> I'm off the pace again just with this whole host stuff, bro. Yep. I'm no good as the voiceer. You're going to take the reins in the next potty. <laughs> Job's Wisdom Manu. Wisdom Manu's boys. Here we go. If you eat a doughboy and corona diet, then expect a doughboy and corona body. You are what you eat, Fano. Let's go. Kia ora. Beautiful. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, guys. It's another episode done. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was good.